This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro, and when he decides to show up, Kevin Held. We are the perfect blend of Saints sincerity and stupidity. Ingram, my BF, took it to the house and finished it off with a nice little spinorama at the end. It was a thing of beauty. Your, your pillow talk uh, that evening must have been spectacular. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I put that one on the spec bank. Should we retry this? You can't make Ralph do the ad again. <laughs> and now, here's your host, Ralph Malbrook. So, welcome to Saints Happy Hour Podcast. The YouTube on my end is a fuzzy screen, but whatever. Uh, so, we're good. Welcome to Saints Happy Hour. Uh, Saints football is upon us. Uh, this is a very on brand for our show. Uh, so, Dave, my degenerate gambling can begin a new, like a fresh flower blooming. If people want to join me and be a degenerate and gamble on, online, where should they go? Well, you know, since we've started the show, we talk a lot about gambling and point spreads and all that kind of stuff. We get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. Uh, And, you know, we don't have all the answers for that because we're not mind readers. Uh, We can't see the future and we don't have Biff Tannen's almanac um, from Back to the Future. But we do know if you are going to bet. We do know where to send you, and that is my bookie. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best player perks in the sports book business, they've been good to us, and we know they'll be good to you. They're hooking our listeners up all month. Visit mybookie.ag and use the promo code HAPPY25 when, tre- when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. Laying down $100? Boom, you've got an extra $50 in play. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. Promo code HAPPY25. You play, you win, you get paid. Dave, you're so fucking good at that ad and I hate you for it. I will never, I will never not hate the fact, like I should be a good friend and be like, he's better than me, he's doing it now, it makes the show sound more professional, isn't that great, we're coming a long way, but I just want to fucking punch you in the nuts. But you're just bitter. I'm bitter. That's okay, that's that's okay, I think. I'm bitter, uh, but Dave, were you in the audience last night for the biggest Tulane football crowd of the year? (laughs) <laughs> I, I like the funny. perfect segue to get his revenge there oh, yeah. yeah real real funny uh, twist the knife i actually wasn't i was uh i my wife and i went to baton rouge to go my to, wife. to go do some work on the new store and uh by the time we came back and picked up the kids it was uh it was too late Hey, which sucks because I, I would have liked to have gone, and I think I was able to get into the Glazer Club, which is like the special section since I'm oh, a classy. ticket holder and all that kind of stuff. Dave but, just uh, 
No, just, I didn't go, but I saw. Did, did Drew Brees? Uh, did Drew Brees walk home again and order Jimmy John's on on his way on his way home? He got mobbed <laughs> by like the the Balin's flag football team or something. You know, uh, yeah. uh, Michael Thomas is looking good. He, well, yeah, he's had plenty of rest, so he should be looking good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. What, the thing is, why do they put that practice on a Sunday night? Doesn't it? Wouldn't it draw even more people if they did it on like a Friday or Saturday? You know, or is, or is Sunday night a good night for it? You think? I just feel like they drew they drew twelve, but if they did it on a Saturday, man, they could get like twenty. I feel like they could fill that stadium. Um, yeah, you're probably right, but I, I guess there's other logistical reasons why they why they don't do it. But I don't know what those are. <laughs> uh, people are just savaging me in the chat room about my reading ability. But, okay, so the Saints play Friday. Andrew, you're going. Dave, you will be in attendance too, correct? Or are you skipping out? I think I'm going to – I hate the this, this 7 o'clock games. I, I want to take my daughter to her first Saints game. She's four years old. She's asked me about going. She wants to go. But I don't want to take her to – you know. so a noon game would be – is the optimal – time for a four-year-old but i don't want to take her to a regular season game i want to take her to a preseason game and both of them are at seven at night so i don't know i i actually thought about this yesterday i need to i probably need to put them on StubHub and see if i can get or not even i can just put them on the ticket exchange or whatever um i probably ought to just sell them and try to get some money recoup the money you just ought to Put them on a. I mean, I'm not gonna re- recoup is the wrong word because I'm yes. not gonna get as much as I paid for them. <laughs> no, but yeah, I mean, to, to for preseason, you're lucky if you get like thirty bucks for your tickets. Well, not my tickets. Maybe you're shitty. You could literally put them on the, the by the cash register of your store, and it would be fifty fifty <laughs> that people would take them. <laughs> so Dave, why you gotta? Why you gotta? <laughs> I'm feeling a little sassy tonight. I'm feeling a little sassy. <laughs> Dave, your tickets aren't even better than mine. Where do you sit? I sit in the club level, baby. Oh, I thought <laughs> I thought you were in the terrace. Step down. Let it be known Heel. Heel. that my tickets are in six, section 641. If you ever want to come visit me, I'm the cripple guy walking up and down the aisle. Be there, I can't be, believe be there they, about I can't four games the, a year. I can't, I can't believe they make the handicapped go all the way up there. They do. It's just wrong. And, and being that I almost possibly win <laughs> awards... You would think they would let me use the elevator or something, get me nice seats, me one of them, one of them like chairs that goes up the stairs, you know, for the old people. They really, they really should greet you with a wheelchair. Yes, I mean, or or, or like one of them motorized scooters, man, I mean, like wheelchair. Oh yeah. Because I only have the one good arm, so I can't do the wheels. I gotta, I gotta have, I gotta have a lot of power. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, I'm not pumped that uh, there's nothing I'm wrong with your legs. <laughs> no, no, I got a rod in my leg too, Dave. I mean, I can walk, but it's, yeah, I got, I got a, I got two pins and a rod in there, man. They, when I was a oh, kid, I I, yeah, I when I was a kid, happen. they broke it and like t- had to turn it out, man. I was like at the cutting, <laughs> Andrew, I was like the Andrew, cutting Andrew edge Platt of like in the chat. What's Andrew that? Platt in the chat. Andrew Platt in the chat says that alcoholism isn't a handicap. <laughs> It is a disease, though, Andrew. It is a disease. <laughs> I love it. I love the live streams. I hope you people join me. It may be me flying solo uh, Friday because Dave will be at the game. Andrew will be at the game. I might have to fly solo drunk after, and I might be in a rage because the game pass for NFL 
NFL Game Pass, if you're familiar with it, you know the opening weekend, NFL, like half the time they have major fucking technical issues. So there's like a 50-50 shot that I'll be following the Saints game along on the Twitters. Um, speaking Wait, so Dave, who are you taking? Are you taking your daughter or you're taking someone else? No, I don't know. I may not even go. I may oh, not okay. even go. You just well, uh, if but, you don't, but let me know. I may hang out with you. <laughs> we can, we can, we can hang out. And in fact, everybody, we're planning. I'm planning on doing the live stream. I'm starting that thing up the beginning of the fourth quarter because it's the fucking preseason, and your people are zoning out anyway. <laughs> so speaking of the actual game, Andrew, actually, I don't, I don't know about that. If the fourth quarter, you might have. I mean, if Taysom is playing quarterback, oh, yeah, I'm paying that's attention. true. I'm I mean, watching. I mean, Dave, we had Ozigbo getting reps with the first team at running back. I saw a little Jordan Humphrey. I saw two different video clips of him catching passes. That's uh, my boy. That's my that's, boy. That's your boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> besides that, Andrew, like serious. Let me just say this God, about Dave, Dave's son. He's lucky that uh, first cuts don't exist anymore because <laughs> he'd be on that list. Uh, oh, he would be. Um, he would be. Yeah, not gonna work here anymore, anyway. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Mike. Nice. Nice. Yeah, we got. We got that. We got this soundbite, and let me t- let me say with the people in the chat room, we're trying to figure out a soundbite to play to mock the Atlanta Falcons, and this is the first one that I came up with. Hey, 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 hey. Take the garbage out front, son. And that we play that every time Atlanta gets mentioned uh, on the That's podcast. Nice. So we got some other ideas, but 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 y'all think of that. That was one of the joy. Atlanta looked like garbage Thursday, which I mean, I think I think with the Atlanta. By the way, send me the link to the live chat so I can join in. But I think with the Atlanta soundbite should be it should be, uh, you know. I don't know who called who called the Super Bowl that they lost. Was it was it uh, Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth? Uh, whoever was calling. The, the game, the Super Bowl, when they blew the 25-point lead, the soundbite should be um, like one of them mentioning the score. Like, uh, right now, the Falcons lead the Patriots 28-2 uh, <laughs> to two or whatever. And then that, that, we play that every time. Oh, by the way, tell, uh, tell the people what you saw the greatest license plate in the history of license plates. I didn't see that. That was actually... Um, Actually, Dane Noble, who I'm friends with on Facebook, who used to run SB Nation's Chicago Bears blog, uh, he was he, he actually and he lives in New Orleans too. Believe it or not, he's from Northern Louisiana. I don't know how he became a, a Bears fan, uh, but he saw that and took a picture and posted it on Facebook. And uh, it was a Jeep and it had a, a No White Flags Gleason sticker, and the license plate said 25 points. Total troll move. Total troll move. But the thing I, the problem that I have with that though is, again, first of all, I think we may be cursing ourselves. Because uh, <laughs> we enjoy 28 to 3. Because since, since then, since the Falcons did 25 point lead and we've been relentless uh, about it, we lost to the Vikings uh, with the stuff. On Diggs touchdown at the last second. Uh, obviously, the no call. So, uh, I don't know. We may be screwing ourselves. But, um, but my, I mean, my point is, is like, yeah, I mean, I guess it's funny, but 
get a Saints license plate. Like now, you your license plate is about the Falcons. You're driving around with technically a Falcons license plate. Like if you're a real Saints fan, you should have something that has to do with the Saints. I mean, it's almost. almost, I hate to say it, but I mean, it's it's getting a little pathetic. Like, like blasphemy. You know, we could you spend more time. More time hating the Falcons than we do loving the Saints. Could could you could could Dave? It sounds like you could give up twenty eight to three if if it meant the Saints winning a Super Bowl, but you couldn't make a twenty eight to three reference yeah, ever again. I, I, that might need to be what happens. Andrew, could you do it? I could try to do it. I just don't know if I'd be capable. I'd have to like get off of social media completely. Like I could try, and if God said, "Look, Ralph, all you have to do for the Saints to win a Super Bowl is not make twenty-eight to three jokes," I would be like, "Okay, I'll I'll do it," and I would say I would do it, but I don't know if I actually could do it. I'd have to get off social media completely, and probably have to shut down this podcast. Andrew, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Could you could you give up twenty eight to three jokes or no? Yeah, well, I mean, if you put it to me like that, that you could win a Super Bowl. I mean, I, I could do a lot of things for a Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not sure there's anything I can't do if that's the deal. Yeah, there's a lot of things I could yeah. do. Like so I could. Let's, if, let's yeah. not, wait, 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 wait. Like if not, you told if you told me like just hey right. you. You're, you really wait, need wait. to stop doing that. It's disrespectful. Like if you put it to me that way, there's wait, no way wait. I'm stopping. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> let's let's not forget. Lest we forget, two weeks ago, Andrew was ready to be possessed by Satan himself for six fucking months just to get another Super Bowl. So giving up the twenty-eight to the three. The caveat not, there was once Satan not. left me. The the caveat was that once Satan left me, that I would get my life back. Yeah. And I wouldn't be like in jail or dead or something. Would you Uber to hell for a world championship for the Saints? (laughs) (laughs) I literally got a text from my buddy. Uh, on on Monday afternoon after that podcast aired, and he was like, "That was the right answer about Satan. You you don't want to you don't want to be possessed by Satan. Like that was it. That was the only. He was like, that was that was a good answer. Yeah, they had about six people that were just like deadly serious about not being possessed by the devil. For I talk to Ralph every day. I'm already possessed by Satan. <laughs> And by the way, quit giving me a hard time. Yeah, I forgot 28 to 3. All right. There's a lot going on. I got ads to read. Uh, I got sound bites to come up with. Uh, I've already had a full day of regular work. You know, layoffs. He's All got right? to mail like half a dozen shirts to you people. By the way, we're mailing out the stuff for the koozies, the magnets, and, and the shirts in the next week or so. So if you don't have your shirts by the first week and you don't have your magnets and your koozies, like let me know to DM or, or to Lynch Patreon. Ralph. Lynch me out more, cause, uh, cause as 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 we speak, my wife is uh, writing up labels and uh, mailing out stuff. So, uh, people on the chat, there's probably like two or three of them that want us to talk actual football on the game. Um, so as far as the actual game, Dave, when you go and sit in the seat or not, and you just probably bullshit not. with me, and we're both drunk in the post game. What is something that you are going to be either looking for at the game or on TV you're going to be watching with that's like actually football related that you can be like, oh, that's kind of interesting. I'm looking forward to that. I want to see. Well, I want to see how that works out. Well, I mentioned it earlier, actually, um, and I had just thought of it right then and there. But I mean, Drew's probably not going to play. So uh, you know, all we've got on the roster is Teddy and Taysom. Uh, JT Barrett, did they right? resign have- him today? Oh, did they sign him today? I don't know. Today? 
I don't um, think so. So that means, I mean, you're looking at probably like a half for each guy, or, or you know, a, a, you're 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 going to see both of them pretty uh, a pretty a pretty good chunk of it. Um, and so I'm interested to see both of them. Really, I think that's the most interesting thing. Um, but outside of that, you know, I guess. Uh, I'd like to see. I haven't been to any of the training camp practices, so I want to see what all this Emmanuel Butler hype is He's about. Not, did he, did he practice other, last night? I don't and know. Today? No, but he today he was uh, on the side. You know when they they usually bring him back to yeah. the sidelines when they're getting close. So he was one and of those guys like stretching it out. He needs he's to gonna get wanna, in there. He's going to want to play in the game. Yeah, he's going to he's going to if he's even remotely able to play, he needs to be playing. Uh, and on the other side of the ball now. Uh, he, You've got the uh, what's his face, the Saquon Hampton. Saquon Hampton uh, stealing, stealing so. Butler's shine as a. I want to. I almost early. call him Saquon Barkley every yeah, time. I, yeah, I know. Like I have to pause and stop myself. So anyway, what so that's the, what I'm. That's what I'm most excited. For. What are the odds that I call him Saquon Barkley Hampton? If he makes a good play during the regular <laughs> season, I don't even think Vegas would even take. Would even, <laughs> set, even set is that is that like a. <laughs> Indirect confusion with Chan- Chauncey Gardner Johnson because it's like the double name thing. <laughs> so you just say Quan Hampton Barkley, like <laughs> Chauncey Gardner, Chauncey Gardner Hampton. You just merge them into one person, <laughs> <laughs> which of course will happen. Um, so uh, Andrew got his shots on, off about me looking terrible uh, last. Thursday after the Mike Thomas contract extension on Channel 4, Dave, and the cat jumping behind me. Uh, do you have any comments that you oh, want to share with happen? people? I, you didn't see it? I didn't, yeah, that happened. I, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. His, his shot is that you're not worthy of him watching. <laughs> well, no, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I did uh, I did click the link you sent, and uh, I did watch a little bit of it, and I saw the beginning, and I liked how right up the top you, you went right after Paulson. Uh, you, you went right after him. Said Paulson, what the fuck? You don't call me. You don't talk. What's going on? I, I we got to take the shit. I got it. But but you know who had the best joke? I think Hashtag about fuck less east. <laughs> you said that, not me. Of course, I'll get blamed for that comment because no no one ever says whenever they say have something critical to say about the comment, the podcast, they always direct it at me. They never say, you know, Andrew or Dave. I I, I say, well, Andrew or Dave said that. Take it up with them. They're like, no, they didn't. It's you. So it all get back to me. But. But actually, Dave. Wait, the, by the way, but I, I was joking. You know, I don't. I don't want to fuck Leslie. But um, maybe just cut uh, off. But he did. He did tweet earlier today promoting him being on the show with Eric Asher or whatever. And he was like, "Oh, and you get me, and what could be better?" And I almost wanted to, you know, retweet with a comment be like, <laughs> "Ralph Malpro would be better." And I really, God, I wanted to do it so. The award, he'd be like, the he'd award be, voters disagree. He'd be like, yeah. "You mean my bitch?" Uh. So, the, but actually about my TV appearance, you know who had the most cutting, mean comment? My wife! She said my blinking looked, made me look like I was trying to give a message <laughs> to the outside world that my captors weren't treating me well. <laughs> which, 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 you really did look like you were stroking out there for a second. <laughs> which is that? Uh, so, Andrew... Uh, besides talk to, when we talk about stroking out, uh, my UDFA son is going to get carries on Friday. Is there a chance Who did that you pick again? 
Uh, a Zigbo. A, a Zigbo. Oh, yeah. So we got a Zigbo. We got Jacquez Rogers, and we got Dwayne Washington. Who else is in the mix for the for the for the third running back? Is there somebody else? Yeah, I mean, well, Matt Days, if he plays, but he's been out injured. So yeah, it's it's weird, man. There's a few guys on this roster that must be close to. I, I just can't believe Granderson, my son, my UDFA, is still on this team. You know, he's just kind of. I guess they're waiting to see what happens, but they <laughs> must tape, really, they must really like him. His tape Wyoming. Sure they just forgot to announce it. They just maybe just forgot to announce it. <laughs> I think it. maybe they forgot he was on the team. <laughs> maybe. His tape for Wyoming must be fucking amazing because he's in jail and they ain't cut him. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's um, unbelievable. Um, Didn't Travin Durrell come back? Didn't they re-sign him? Yes. Yeah, they did. Yeah, he's back. He so, actually scored a touchdown. You you would know that if uh, you had gone to the game. Yeah. Uh, Traquan Smith had caught a touchdown last night, so it was in- it was interesting. Um, it, here's the thing uh, about the offensive line that's been really interesting is uh, the number one draft pick has sort of taken over uh, at center as as the number one guy. Do you think Andrew that? The way the line is, do you think Clap or Tom become potential? Like they might not be on this team. The way the yeah, especially uh, Will Clap. I mean, it's just it's a tough path to the roster. I would say interior line is probably the deepest of any position this year because you look at you know who they have just with their starters, obviously. And you mentioned Eric McCoy, and I think he's going to get the starting spot at center, and then. Obviously, Warford and Pete are kind of the veterans that are there. But then you've got all these veterans. Like, they just signed Patrick Omame, who's a seven-year guy, and he just started for the Jags last year. And, you know, you got Marshall Newhouse, who's a 10-year veteran, and he's been playing some tackle. And he's another guy that they can move to guard if they need to in a pinch. So you don't really know who he's competing with. Um, you've got Ryan Groy, who started for the Redskins at center. Um, you know, obviously Nick Easton is the, uh, big free agent signing. So there's a lot of veterans in the mix and that, that's yeah. probably the most surprising thing is just, there's just a bunch of guys that have been in the league and they've done it. And so, you know, it just becomes this question of, is Will Clapp going to beat all these guys out? Teams are desperate for linemen, man. The Jets got Ryan Khalil to come out of retirement and he was a fucking, I mean, was he, is he McSpeed bump that, that Cam Jordan used to call? McSpeed bump for Carolina. No, uh, no, it was uh, it was speed, speed bump McGee was the nickname. Uh, I th- I think those were the uh, Falcons tackles though. Yeah, and then you had he came out of retirement from the Jets, and they traded for a, a backup tackle for Baltimore because they were worried that if if they if Baltimore cut him, that they wouldn't get him and claim. So like, offensive lines for the NFL are just backups are just fucking trash piles, and I think. It's one of the things mm-hmm. that Saints fans we kind of we kind of underrate in that the Saints have had Senio Calamete and all these these good backups for the last couple of years, and they still have sort of created that depth, which it's not obviously it's not as deep as it was, but it's I think I would put the Saints offensive line their depth like one to seven against any team in the NFL, and it's probably better. Um, you know, we talked about running back earlier Dave but I want to preview it in depth now and 
the thing with uh, Kamara is how much extra like touches or carries or whatever do you think he's going to get this year in the absence of Mark Ingram? And how do you think that translates to him possibly having his best season ever or the workload is too much and he'll get hurt? So, so where do you sort of fall on the Alvin Kamara's season, what it's going to be? Because a, a lot of people are like, he could be MVP. Guy for Sports Illustrated said he would have a monster year. What's your thoughts on Kamara heading into this year without Ingram as we preview running backs? Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Um, you know, I, I think I think we need to look to last season and the first four games of the season when Ingram was out because of he was suspended. Um I mean, I think that sh- you would think that that would give us a good, um, you know, a good sample of what we might expect. Um, and he was pretty awesome those first four games of the season. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but um, he was pretty damn good. But to your second point, I do think that um, I, I think him him being a, the guy every single game is. Probably too much. I would like to see the Saints limit him, and uh, and for the Saints to continue to be successful on offense, that means they've got to have somebody behind Kamara that's going to be able to keep up the production um, when Kamara is is taking a rest or whatever. And also, I think that makes you know that's what's so frustrating about the Saints letting Ingram go is I I really and truly believed that. The two that years that Camara was here with, well, yes, I did love him very much. I would kiss kiss him on the mouth if I could. Um, but having having him and Ingram together, I mean, they really did just complement each other so well. And and I'm not talking about off the field. Obviously, they were besties off the field. Um, and I'm gonna miss the post game, you know, interviews with the two of them. But uh, you know, I mean, just from an offensive standpoint, going. Against defenses, uh, you've got Ing- they're they're just they're different styles, and uh, I, you know it just sucks because there's nobody really on the roster right now that I am comfortable with, and I think you guys would probably agree that there's nobody on this team yet um, that we've seen who could potentially fill that Mark Ingram well, role. They, and, and well, they paid Mark, Mark Ingram just to yeah, they, put the shoe on the other foot for a second. Mark Ingram is not going to have any fun in Baltimore. I can tell you right now, there's no way he's going to enjoy himself as much as he did. In I, he's going to certainly have. I was listening to the Ringer guys uh, on their podcast, and you know when Lamar Jackson took over in Baltimore last season, this nobody ran the ball. Surprisingly, you wouldn't think, but nobody ran the ball more than Baltimore. Um, so I mean, he's going to have. I think the Ravens are probably going to run the ball just as much, if not more, than any other team in the NFL. So I think he's going to certainly – and he didn't really get oh, that. He, oh, he'll get his carries. I'm I'm yeah. saying more like the locker room vibe. No, it's just not going to be as fun. No, yeah. no absolutely. Totally, totally, no. totally agree. Uh, he's never going to replicate that ever in his career ever again. No. Um, he'll be back in two years. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> to break the record. Be no, but here's – But, but I, yeah, I know they brought in Latavius Murray, but that doesn't, I, I'm not – I, I, I'm not that crazy about Murray. I well, here's here's the thing with well, so far so good for my prediction that he wasn't going to be that great because you kind of have to practice to be great. Well, here's yeah. here's the question I have for you, Andrew. Is we know last year when Ingram was out that there's a certain level of competence that Sean Payton 
has to have from the running backs, not Kamara, to to say, okay, we're not going to give Kamara the extra touches and extra carries. And Mike Gillisley didn't reach that level, right? So the Giants game, um, the Cleveland game, they gave Kamara extra touches and just said, fuck it, we're just going to we're going to do it and, and Ingram will be back and then we'll, we'll ramp, ramp it back down. So what's the level that Murray has to reach to where Sean Payton will be comfortable enough to not overwork Camara? Yeah. I mean, it's a good question. I think they shut Adrian Peterson down pretty quick because he was having 10 carry for, 29 yeah, but they yard had, but they had Kamara. They had Kamara ready to go. Then. They did, but I, at, at first they were trying to throw. They were trying to force it with Peterson a little bit. And when, when you're averaging 2.9 per carry, you can't really justify playing the guy. Would so, they? Would they have? Would they have tried to? Go I think it would have been Peterson different if more. he had 10 carries for 56 yards. You know what but, I'm saying? But if they didn't, if they wouldn't have had Kamara, would they have kept giving the ball to Peterson? See, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they would have reached a point where Sean Payton would have gotten mad about fumbles like he did with Gillisley. Gillisley fumbled, and he was like, I'm done. I'm done. You know, like, I think he'll tolerate a fumble or two if you're ripping long runs. But if you're getting two yards, negative one yard, four yards, you know, three carries for seven yards, and then you fumble, you're done. Sean Payton wouldn't give you the ball again. Yeah, I mean it'll it'll be it'll be interesting. I, I mean, I joke about my my free my free agent UDF's a adopted son Ozigbo, but Dwayne Washington at least he looked pretty good against Carolina, so he may be may be a guy that's sneaky good. And um, this means nothing, of course, but they have this like score that this guy created where he takes all your measurables and gives you a draft score and his to call it the RAS score. Dwayne Washington had the highest RAS score that a Lion player has ever had, so he's got like the physical skills at least to be a good running back. Like Dwayne Washington has them all. So he had over a hundred yards, didn't he? Yeah, against Carolina. Yeah. Um, Week seventeen, though, nobody's trying. <laughs> Carolina was that quarterback that that uh that was like the fourth string dude that they signed on Wednesday. He was trying very hard, yeah. Andrew. Well, the receivers and the quarterbacks try because they're running routes and pitching and catching. I, I mean, physically tackling. Nobody's doing. No, no one. No one was. Uh, no one was. Phys- no one was. No one was tackling. Um, so, uh, Dave, before we get to uh, the 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 chat room questions and the questions uh, that people asked on Twitter, uh, where do people need to go? If they wanted to purchase tickets to the Saints preseason opener Friday. Uh, Well, that's a good question. Uh, I'd like to take a second to introduce our friends from SeatGeek. Uh, Let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show, and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you are getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks great deals. Yellow dot, good deals. And red dot, not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. 
What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. God damn it. Even when Dave is mediocre by his reading standard, it's still <laughs> like so much better. Even than even when I don't know that you're serving me the up the ad copy and I have to scramble to find the text message. Still better than me. <laughs> to avoid any sort of silence or delay. Still better than me. Still better than me. God damn Dave's it. categories. Yeah. I so, mean, sorry, Ralph Scott. So let's go. We got we got a bunch of Twitter questions tonight. This is from John. Uh, Juge Math, what is 85 divided by 3? And did the Patriots purposely troll the Falcon with Brady, with Tom Brady's latest three-year contract extension? It's because he averaged 28.3 million dollars. <laughs> 85 divided by 3 is like 28 and change, right? <laughs> 28.33. Right? There you go. Um <laughs> But yeah, um, I, I you know I, I I think that was uh, somebody said this on Twitter I think but yeah that, that felt like a tribute to uh, tw- twenty eight to three it really did um, or or twenty eight to two as Dave called it earlier but um, yeah I, I think it's one of those things where Mickey Loomis has set that trend now now it's a thing and. Teams are realizing. I, I I had never seen that done before. I really think Loomis was the first one to do it. Um, maybe that's just my biased Saints fan, you know, r- rose-colored glasses. But I, I don't think I have ever seen a GM do it before, and I think other GMs are hip to it now. Um, and I love it, man. I, I think it's only you know the, the giving him his raise after free agency once training camp has started is another interesting layer because I feel like more teams are going to start to do that too. Well, I think they're going to start to be like, yeah, we'll give you your raise, but hold off until we can make the team better and add a bunch of dudes. And then as soon as training camp starts and we have a little space after we sign the rookies and done all that business, we'll cut a guy. You know, <laughs> once someone looks garbage in training camp like Cam Meredith, we'll cut, cut a, a guy. And then we'll, we'll just give you that cash because it's too late to sign it. Yeah, it's not going to work here anymore anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mr. Mike. So, no, the, the interesting thing that you mentioned, Andrew, on The Ringer, they were talking about Mickey Loomis, how he does cap, and they compared him. Like, Mickey Loomis operates like the people that caused the housing crisis operate, where they just don't care about the future, and it's yeah. just – you know, I heard just, that. I was dying laughing. It was it was fantastic. I literally tweeted the guys like, Robert Mays, come on our podcast and explain this to our fans. This is amazing. But the thing is, the Saints – What did all- he say? Is he coming? He hadn't responded. He didn't respond. We we might have a guest coming, though, uh, thanks to our buddy Jim Gleason. Yeah, we might. We uh, might have – You want to uh, tease uh, uh, Yeah, you can tease it. Uh and also, we might be getting the lawyer um, from that lawsuit. Come on the show. Oh yes. And if Hannah uh, comes through, lovely marketing person, if she comes through and delivers delivers us Thomas Morstead, uh, we'll really have this podcast rocking, and we'll have a ton more listeners. So I'm trying to get that worked out with the lovely Hannah. We're trying to coordinate times and dates when Thomas Morstead can come on with us. Uh, so uh, be on the lookout for that. Just, just a little tease for the peoples. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, the Saints, they, they do the salary cap. They do two things, right? They always bet on the salary cap going up 
and they just put in voidable years and say, fuck it, when Drew Brees leaves, it's going to be a mess anyway, probably, so we'll worry about it later. Um, and, and, Andrew, I think you're right. I think teams are starting to get hip with it, especially New England. Like, what, why? They don't. They gave away Garoppolo, so, like, why are they worried about the future? Just, like, do what you need to do to try to win a seventh ring, I guess. Um, let's see. Uh, this is a good question. Uh from uh, the Orthonajanin, I, I butchered that name. Uh, <coughs> Alize Mack has been out for a couple days, Dave. When does Diana Rossini break the Boo Williams signing? <laughs> That's a blast from the past. Yeah. Uh, um, first of all, I don't know whether you pronounce is it Alize? Alize yeah, Mack? Alize, Alize Mack. Alize. Alize? All right. Well, I, I knew, whatever it is, I knew Ralph didn't say it right. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be tough, but fair. What, what is, what is Boo? <laughs> tough, but fair. What is Boo Williams doing these days? I don't know. Nothing good. He was, he was, he was a favorite. <laughs> I, I loved him. I loved him, but I'll never forgive him for dropping that touchdown against Cincinnati in 2002. I'll never forgive nor, him. Nor should you. <laughs> Eric asked, Andrew, without Tommy Lee looking like Marshall Falk against the fist stringers, will we even know it's preseason? <laughs> You know, I, I may be in the minority here, but with JT Barrett cut, like maybe they'll bring him back. But right now, Breeze is not going to play. So we're going to get tons of Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. And yeah, I, be awesome. I think this is going to be as exciting of a preseason as there's ever been for the Saints because they're actually going to play two guys that can make things happen, even with a garbage line or – you know, I just feel like Taysom Hill, especially in the second half, like he, he can just make things happen with his feet. So even if the line breaks down or if the receivers are awful, he can still kind of manufacture stuff. So really there's no excuse for the Saints not curb stomping everyone because they really have two guys that theoretically – I mean, they haven't – Taysom Hill, a guy that plays in the league, he actually plays on Sundays, and Bridgewater could start for at least some teams. So – uh, really a degenerate gambler, a degenerate gambler, would have the Saints as a very, very, very strong second half team, a, a strong yes. team to bet in second halves of preseason games. If you were a degenerate gambler and did such things, which maybe which, for, which I am, uh, there's no, there's no doubt. I, I bet. Since we started the show, I get asked all sorts of questions about who to bet on and who to bet with. <laughs> I don't always know who's going to win, but I do know where to go. The answer is my bookie. It is. Between their live in- – oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about game. I thought that was <laughs> – your cue to go. I thought you were queuing me up again. Sorry. <laughs> my bookie. They're wonderful. Uh, Dave, should the Saints suspend Michael Thomas for some preseason game in order to teach him a lesson about missing five days of camp? Oh, yeah. That's yeah, – because that president has – like that's ever been done before. <laughs> Uh, oh, this uh, is, let's start with Michael Tom. This is a good question, Andrew. This is from Jacob. Now that Cat Terrell is officially back, are we doomed to seven and nine? <laughs> oh, fuck. I didn't even think about that. Uh, I hope – was this a Twitter question? It's a Twitter question, yes. Please tell me he tagged her. He did. Yes. I tagged her. I, ta- I, I, text, I sent a tweet. I was like, Cat Terrell comes back. 
First day she's back, Drew Brees isn't practicing. She tweeted she tweeted at me the Eddie Murphy uh, tapping his forehead. If you don't practice, you can't get hurt. So she kind of owned me there. I'll give her that. Um, she That's also true. she also her first tweet back. She had, in her profile she she tweeted out a picture and she mentioned the, that this was her at the Greenbrier. Which anytime you bring oh, up God. the the Greenbrier is like toxic. Yeah, she's off to a roaring start. She's off to a roaring start. Um, if this is an interesting question, Nate, if you had the chance to duplicate any current Saints player, who would you choose? Oh, Taysom, totally Taysom. We need it. We need another one of him. <laughs> are we trying to win a Super Bowl, or are we just looking to make this fun, though? Either. Uh, well, I mean, if look. you had two Taysoms, Andrew, if you had two fucking Taysom Hills, you could have three quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, on the, the answer top. is obviously Michael Thomas. Give me two Michael Thomases. Well, no, the period. End of story. I guess you can't the end. Game. The end. Well, the question was now. Wait a minute. What if are we, are we when we do? Are we cloning them? Like, is is this like multiplicity? I would maybe where, except, where they where they automatically make a copy. Cam Jordan as a as a rebuttal, but it's got to be one of those two. That those I, are the only answers. Well, can you or put it, like a clone where they have to be born and you know they have to <laughs> go through life? <laughs> so they're not. No, they're they're ready made. You plug them in. Benefit of it. So you, it's like multiplicity. It's like yeah, you, Michael Keaton. Yeah, you okay. plug them in. I got. Um, now, do you have to pay them the same amount, though? Yeah, <laughs> I think, I think if I could, because then two, two Taysom Hills is starting to feel better if you have to pay them the same salary. I think I'm doing Lattimore. I that think would I'm, be good. I think I'm going Lattimore, and I'm just having e- Eli Apple is Lattimore. Haven't you seen how Dude. good he's been doing in camp? He is. Crazy. He is. Eli Apple is 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 on the way to the middle of November. Us being pay that man his money. Like I'm not even. He's just it's on fire. I'm so mad at myself. It was the, my two choices in my my training camp preview were PJ Williams or Eli Apple for my veteran that the media gushes over, and I picked PJ Williams, and I will never forgive myself for that. Well, that's why you blew that one. It was bad as my TV appearance on Channel 4. If you, if you had picked Eli Apple, it would have been P.J. Williams. Who's a bet? This is from Coach Mike, Andrew. Who's better at running screenplays, uh, Alvin Kamara or P.T. Cruiser? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I would say that, man, that's tough. You know, Ingram is sneaky good at that, too. Um, you know, Ingram yes. never. Got, Ingram never got his due, but he, he ran the screens well. Um, I think it's a little tougher for Kamara because he he's never really a blocking decoy. You know, I think the thing about Ingram and PT is that they were such good blockers that a lot of times it looked like they were just setting up for pass pro. And so a lot, you know, people would forget about them and then they could kind of bury themselves behind a couple offensive linemen and it looks like a double team. And then, boom, Breeze lofts the ball. With Kamara, they're paying so much attention to him that, I mean, it's just hard for him to get away with um, pulling off a screen pass. Um, You know, most of the time it's more like he'll even sometimes be in the slaughter. You know, he's running a route from out of the backfield. But it's rare that you're seeing screens that Kamara really be effective. Um, And I don't know that it's necessarily that he's not good at it. It's more just Ingram and PT Cruiser when they were in the game it you know they were pass protecting so much and they were both very good at it uh, that 
there, there was the decoy element. Yeah, PT was. So I pick. I would pick PT. Yeah. yeah, we did the drunk history on the meet around game on Friday. Oh, by the way, that'll post eventually. And we, um, oh, we man. found a YouTube clip weird. of the game, and me and um, the patron uh, whose name I forget it now. Uh, big, we did big surprise the, there. Well, I was. Better I was. I was, I was barely functioning. Because uh, Cody, Cody, me, I was barely functioning during that. During the drunk history, I was so plastered. But we, fa- Cody, found a YouTube clip that I embedded into the post when you when it goes live, and me and him were following along, watching the the highlights that you'll be able to do when when you listen to the podcast. And PT hit like two screens, and, and it just reminded you how ma- it just reminded me how magical he was. Although I was so drunk, it may not have been PT. It may have been Reggie Bush. I, I can't be for certain who it is. Oh, so God, I'd love me some PT. Um, <laughs> Wait, was that the same game as the Unknown Hootat, or was that a different game in D? No, the Meet-Around game was the Unknown Hootat. Yeah, it was yeah. the same game. Yeah. Okay. Same game. Yeah. Were you at that game, Andrew? I was not. Yeah. Can we get the Unknown Hootat on the fucking party? <laughs> How do we get that guy? Let's bring that I, guy. I feel like he was on some news station, and it was just a terrible call. It was a bad Like idea. It was just like, oh, like why, why couldn't he just be this figment of my imagination where I just picture him and imagine what he's like. The minute he was on behind a, a mic in talking on camera, it was, it, it was just all lost for me. I mean, I it, it, that. That, it was terrible. He looked a little homeless. Yeah. I mean, not he's, as bad. He, hey Dave, he talked a little home. Not as bad as <laughs> me, not as bad, not, not as bad as idea of putting me on TV, but in the same <laughs> neighborhood. Um, so it's true. He didn't have a cat jump behind him. You could have been more. <laughs> I, my wife is well, I'll, I'll my, wife. My, my wife. My wife is petrified because the cat will pee on the backsplash in our kitchen, and and she is scared that it will be on the TV. <laughs> you know, so. But but it won't. I happen. love that. Uh, I love that Paulson's always introducing you as uh, in being in your mom's basement. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's rude of it's rude of him to do that. Yeah, but it's, it's it's that's insulting to mothers everywhere. But we're fi- we're gonna fix the cat problem because I'm gonna get a backdrop, so we won't have any cat chaos. Oh, thank God! Us. Except when the cat jumps on it and tears it down. And it down. <laughs> oh, that's happening. <laughs> I am here. I am here for that. <laughs> the cat, be, the cat, knocking it into me. I fall over, and then I'm just on dead spin. Hey, That's... maybe Dave will tune into that one. <laughs> he might. He probably. He probably would. Um. So let's get out of here. Let's make predictions on the game. Not score. No, no one cares about that. But Andrew, who is going to be? the star of the game who gets the glowing uh, feature uh, from from the athletic nola.com slash the advocate all the TV station who's going to get the glowing profile of having a wonderful wonderful Friday night for the Saints well I, I got a hot take so go ahead and play the horn um, but I, I I think this game is I don't want to oversell this. And now if you donate, then you listen to our podcast, uh, which goes every day. We do this every, every single, single day. 
if you need your Saints news or your fix and you like this show, you should donate, become a patron so that you can get access oh, and by to the daily way, show. Last week, we had seven freaking podcasts that you got if you're yeah. a, a monthly patron and paid $7 because you got the one every day, but you got two extra ones because we did breaking news on Cam Meredith getting cut and we did breaking news for Michael Thomas getting the contract. Yep. Right. So you guys, will you guys text me when you do them? Because sometimes I might be available in the morning and I would be down to, to oh, jump nice. in for 15 minutes. Hell yeah. You can three, you, Andrew, you can three-way. I can three-way it. You yep, can three-way I can it. do that. Oh, yep. You can three-way it, all right. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, so anyway, you should donate so you get access to that. But uh, what I teased this morning when we talked about this game is that, you know, and I don't want to oversell it too much because it's a preseason game, but I, I think for a couple reasons. The first, this is a huge game for Teddy Bridgewater. I think the first thing is he's going to get an opportunity probably to start, and if not start, certainly play a lot with the number ones, the number one offensive line. He didn't really get a chance to do that in week 17. That's the first thing. Um, the second thing is he's never played a preseason game with the Saints. This is really his first training camp. This is his first time getting reps, getting a chance to really learn the offense. It's much harder to do that uh, when he was traded for during the season because he never really w- was practicing much. I mean, Breeze was getting all the reps. So, this is kind of his chance, and he plays the Vikings, his old team. And I mentioned this on the podcast this morning. We're going to find out a lot about Bridgewater here because he's either going to be nervous and he's not going to play that well, or he's a stone-cold killer. And if he's like Breeze, and Breeze, make no mistake, is a stone-cold killer, if Bridgewater is wired that way, he's going to come out here and he will light the Vikings up completely. And that's what I need to see from him to make me believe and make, I think, the Saints fan base believe that he can be the quarterback of the future for this team. So, again, I don't want to oversell it. He could have a bad game and bounce back. But I really think this is huge for Bridgewater. And he's got to have a big game. And I think he's going to. Well, I'm going to say, even if he does does have a big game, I mean, that's great. And obviously, that's what we want to see. But I'm still going to take it with a grain of salt because it's preseason he's not going against uh anything spectacular and i think we should not have such a short memory uh of his game in the final week of the season last year when he was actually playing against uh you know true nfl caliber talent so dave are you saying who's your who who's your who's going to be your star who do I think is going to be the star? Yeah. Uh, if you say mine, I'm going to be so mad. Well, I mean, like if Emmanuel Butler plays, he's probably going to be the star. He's probably going to do, <laughs> keep doing what he's been doing. Um, I, I think he definitely needs to play. He's going to want to play. I don't know. What it would be really stupid of him not to play. Well, I mean, I, he, I just, if he I, can go at all, he's got to. Right, right, totally. I just don't know what the severity of his injury is. But um, yeah. I think that there will be – I'm going to go with – you know who I'm going to go with? I'm going to go – lost dave repeat yourself dave no 
No, you didn't lose me. I just decided to stop talking over the ridiculous loud, <laughs> long train horn. Um, Can you just I'm, pick Anzalone so he'll play the Mario scene? <laughs> no. I'm going with... I'm going to go with Traquan. God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) I love how you really made him sweat it out too, Dave. (laughs) Uh, And I really truly did not know that that's who Ralph's guy was. Um, Piece of shit. (laughs) What about today? Is today the worst day of your life? Yeah. I hate you. Um, I mean, well, you know, Ralph, this wouldn't happen if you sent out the topics beforehand and we discussed this before the show, but you leave me to just wing it. So People um, like the rambling, incoherent mess of this podcast. We can't (laughs) mess with the formula. Anyway, I mean, I don't know what. You think Mike Thomas is going to play at all? I'm thinking if he does only a little bit so i mean i think that that kind of makes traquan like the number one guy for the night so you know he's he's got to shine right it, it, it'd be great to see him shine and he, and he should right. shine all right since you stole my guy right. stole my... i was dancing around <laughs> stole like, my maybe this guy maybe this guy no i'm gonna you go with stole traquan. my you stole my pick i'm gonna go i'm gonna go jared cook is gonna catch a nice 25 yard seam right and get everybody fired up Hate you. <laughs> hate all you people. You, you read the ads better than me. I had a little Traquan Smith. I had a little monologue soliloquy ready to fire off. You just oh, ripped still, it out from under me. You ripped I'm it out. Sure Ooh, Skook, Skooks comes in at the eleventh hour with player of the game will be Zion. <laughs> Um, will Zion? Here's a, will Zion? Will he be on the sideline for the game? That will forever be my favorite favorite soundbite in the history of soundbites. It would really I, – I, I got to figure out a way to put it in an open that doesn't confuse Please. people because if they listen to the podcast the first for the first time and they hear that, it would really confuse them and they'd be like, I'm not even going to listen to 20 seconds of this podcast because I thought it was a Saints podcast and it's not. It's a Pelicans one. Um, but I'll fig- we'll figure something out. So – Thanks to everybody in the chat room. Thanks to all the new people signing up uh, the last couple of weeks with the breaking news. It's been great. We are happy to have you. You'll be getting a koozie and a magnet. You get Andrew's grades if you're at the $10 level. It's amazing. You get the screensaver if you sign up. Uh, so thanks to everybody for signing up. We appreciate it. It's going to be a great year. We will see you uh, tomorrow. We'll see you uh, for Friday for the postgame show. So, it's been awesome. Tonight was a rambling, incoherent mess, but these are my favorite kind of shows. Vote for Dave, for Andrew, uh, for Kevin, who is working some kind of breaking news in St. Louis. I'm Ralph. Until next week, the bar is closed. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. 
like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.